Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce the First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. So yes. the media, and I've I've been with her. Uh, she actually have an appointment in April with her. So she used to tell me, I was like, what's the deal with this guy? Like, you know, I'm like, she's going to tell me if he's sleeping with his wife. No, she didn't. But, uh, <laughs> you know, she would say things like, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't want to leave because of the money. He doesn't want to leave. He loves you, but there's no other one else. Blah, blah, blah. But honestly, at the end of the day, I felt like my gut was always telling me there's something doesn't, there's definitely something else that I don't know of. And I didn't, I always wanted to believe that he really wanted to be with, with, it wasn't about, oh, I'm better than her. No, it was not at all. It was because I, I felt very guilty. I didn't want to be that to another woman. Yeah. Um, it was the connection that we shared. I wanted that to as great as it felt. And I know he felt it back. I wanted that to be authentic. I didn't want to hide. And then and when it came, when it came, um, it gets deeper when that, when it, when she told me everything on the phone with him, he lied about like a person in his life that he created that he lied about seeing a therapist. He told me he was seeing a therapist and went into deep stories about this therapy, right? Therapist. He lied about the whole thing. And I was like, I never in my life met a person that created characters up like that just for to create up. Like, I, I didn't even know why you would have to do that. I don't care if you see a therapist or not. And then the next day I saw him at work and I pulled him aside because I wanted to talk with him one-on-one -on -one without yeah. his wife there only because I want to be like, what the fuck? And he's like, I didn't make the therapist up. I was, <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? And then I, he's like, I was going to leave everything for you and all this other stuff. And then a month later, another thing happened where I had to work with him on a field trip and I almost exploded at him. And then his wife called me and was telling me like all these things that he said about me that were at the time they weren't mean, but like later on, then she wrote me, she recently wrote me like an email that was like, you better stop. Like just she, she watches the show. Yeah. And she thinks that I'm making fun of him and her with some of my bits right. and I'm not, it's, you know, my show is loosely based off of my life. So I write a lot of it isn't, is, is you know, some it's fiction, you know, I write, like you got to write and create these characters to be funny. So I didn't respond to her or anything. I just, but anyway, so she told me all this stuff. I doesn't love me and all this. All right, whatever. I, I let it go. I was like, fine. I just want him to have remorse. I was, I was always focused even right after my divorce in that six months, I was always focused on remorse. People should feel how bad they hurt somebody. My ex-husband should feel how bad he's made me feel like by taking my money and see, like he did a lot of things during the divorce that were fucked up that he should feel this way, but they don't, they don't, they, you, you have to accept that things will not go exactly the way you plan you know and like his uh and you have to I, take care of you you have to take care of you and my thing was i needed that affirmation that i'm right that i'm not in the wrong that i am the one you're in love with that i'm the one that you care about that i'm the special one right i think that he always made me feel that way yeah. he never made me feel like there's somebody else. There was, this is so fucked up. Even as I'm talking about it. Oh my God. 
and, and, um, when my father died, I just expected him to reach out. Nothing, nothing. He looked at me in the hallway. I saw him at work after my dad's funeral had passed. And I was like, you know, my dad died, right? Cause the, the district sends out an email to yeah. all the teachers and he looked away from me and was like, yeah, yeah, I heard. I'm sorry. Like that. Ugh. And I, I, I would have fucking slammed him into the wall if I wasn't going to get arrested because I was so angry. And he's like a big dude, huge guy. And like, I just like stood in the hallway as he walked away and I went in the bathroom and I started crying and then I followed him downstairs and tried to like snap it up. But that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I followed him. I was like, how fucking dare you? And there was a kid with him. I didn't curse, but I did start going in at him. Yeah. And then he's like, I can't do this right now. And then I left school. I left for the entire day. I just like took a rest of the day. I went back to my apartment and I cried and I was so like, how did, can I get my, how am I not learned for the last couple of years? I kept thinking, how am I not learning to like get rid of these toxic people or, or not, not get rid of, not even join them in the first place on the little toxic island. <laughs> so tell me about what you've learned then. Like, what would you do differently and, and what have you learned inside that process? Um, that's a great question. So I hope. I'll do things differently because sometimes I get mad at myself and like, you're doing the same thing again. Uh, I think that I really want to find that passionate love that my parents had. I mean, they still have it, but my dad's gone, but like, you know, the, the partner thing, you know, the intimacy, the loyalty, I crave that. I think that the intimacy was so great. And when I finally felt it, I was like, this is what I've been waiting for for a really long time. And it, it was missing the loyalty component, you know, for, for sure. And I, I've learned that I'm not, I'm not definitely not going to settle, but I cannot allow men or women, whoever comes into my life in a relationship, any kind of relationship that take pieces of my light. So if I feel drained, if I feel mad and angry at the end of the day with that interaction, then I have to not just distance myself. I have to process it differently. So that's a big part of the, the takeaway is like processing things in the last six years, even in the six months, like I was saying, you pro you have to learn how to process differently so that it does not screw up your mentality and your day and your effectiveness. Because I got annoyed about something that happened yesterday. I'm on that clubhouse app. My cousin pops in, says something, not, I don't think she did it intentionally, but she says something like about my kid being and how her kids are quiet. And then she pops out of the room. I was like, yo, what the fuck is that? And I normally would be like real heated, like, yo, what the fuck is your problem? Don't be a passive aggressive. But then I was like, why don't you take it in for what it's worth? That's her energy. She, she left the room. Goodbye. There's no point in getting upset over it. You know, she's hurting probably for people to spew stuff like that. They hurt on a different level. So having the empathy in, in my having empathy towards other people who do things that piss me off is what I've learned too. <laughs> yeah. And empathy is, I mean, when you embrace it, it's you're honoring your code. You know, and when you honor your code, shit just happens. 
which for you, a lot of things are happening. So you're on TikTok, you're on IG, you're, you have this whole world around a divorce diary show. What, how does that feel? Like having all of that to look forward to every day? I live for it. I love it so much. I will never stop doing it. Um, and I say that because divorce diaries, like the name is very, very prominent and pot and like catchy. And like, I have a lot of things in place in the last year to protect what I've been creating. Mm -hmm. And I always, I always been, I fear like someone taking it from me and I'm being very honest. Like I fear somebody taking what I'm working so hard at. And then I, when I fear that I start to say, but no one's going to take you, you like you can't change you. So no matter what happens, you're always going to have your divorce diaries, you, you know, like, so it feels amazing to finally be in a place where I've left my school district. I'm a full-time Michelle Trainer brand. This conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm challenging you. Share yourself and your story. Be courageous. Be vulnerable. It makes a difference.